A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome along to the Wise Men Say podcast. Um, we're back after a long summer. Well, it's still summer, really. We're back after some kind of break, um, and we're going to discuss for you some things that have that have and have not been happening, and also look ahead, I guess, in the fashion to the game on Saturday afternoon against Mallorca. I'm Matthew still. And I'm joined by um, Richard and Gareth this evening as we talk about all sorts of stuff. Hello, how are we? Either of you. Thanks. Yeah, I'll talk. Sorry. Um, yeah, very good. You know, like when people have been away for the summer like at school and they'd come back with the voices broken. <laughs> Do you think that would happen to us? Like our voices broken again and just went down an octave. I think it'd be quite funny if it happened every year. And then probably wants to be very lower good and lower. <laughs> yeah, Gareth. Yeah, Gareth. <laughs> it would be incredibly so like the opposite of when dogs yeah. struggle with stuff. Yeah, like... people like turn the bass on on the uh, <laughs> yeah, adjusting the settings. If I'm quite heavily. interested now to know how this would sort of pan out. To be, that would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, it like would be, it would be, be like a Gregor- be like a Gregorian chant by the end of it. <laughs> Well, um, how is summer? Is it good? The nah. weather's good, isn't it? It's finally stopped raining. It's yeah, it's been raining for like three solid weeks. So <laughs> no, no, it's annoying, really. Um, uh, but I, I don't know. I don't feel I'm ready for this yet. Not this pod. Oh, I have like, not but yeah. Actually, would you mind? Um, I don't feel I'm ready for the season yet. If I'm honest, I don't think and are. If I'm brutally honest, um. Have you watched any of the any of the friendlies, or did you rely on my uh, tweeting to keep up with it on uh, Saturday night? I yeah. forgot. I forgot there was one on Saturday night um, because it's in the middle of the night. Yeah, um, well, it was on at midnight. To be fair, so it wasn't yeah. too bad. I said yeah, at the I time mean, that all all games should be at that time of night because it's really like captures the pub. The pub's kicking out time, and yeah. You know, you get a, yeah. like a much different vibe at a game where everyone's had a skinful and it's it's the end of the evening. You know, the, yeah. the usual slot of like getting a kebab instead, just go to the match. Now, anyone following the uh, anyone following the tweeting on Saturday, they've realised that it was kicking out time in the pub. And, uh, <laughs> I didn't realise there was a, I didn't realise there was a game on either until I was with Jake in the pub. And I was like, oh, the plane tonight. I was like, great. And then I decided at that point that I was going to tweet about it. And then I did one tweet and it said, I'm watching the game and I'm going to tweet along. And then I thought, 
why have I done that? Because now I'm going to have to do this. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to follow through on it. But I did watch it, which means that, well, I watched the first half. Um, and we played some nice stuff, I would say. But the opposite, there's been a lot of chat, hasn't there, about about the, the sort of level of, of teams we've been playing in preseason and the the kind of, we'll get into Mallorca and, and Hartlepool shortly, but the two American teams, I only saw the last one and they were not very good, to be honest. Um, apparently the equivalent of like sort of a league, a third division American side, which, I mean, yeah, it was hot. So the test was there fitness wise. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what are your thoughts on the the uh the and I guess if you if you played like well, England warmed up for the um nineteen ninety World Cup by playing non league teams. Right. Um and got the semi final. So right. obviously beat the beat Altringham um seven nil uh in one of the games before the nineteen ninety World Cup. Um so you know it, it, that was no, I was Aylesbury, not all ring them, yeah, because of the, the, um, that was on the fantasy football with the Peter B. Yeah. Peter B. Yeah. Lee scored a hat trick, I scored a hat trick against Aylesbury. Um, but yeah, <laughs> the, the, um, I think, uh, yeah, it is the whole cliche, all the cliches come out on as fitness exercise, it's about getting the group together, all that kind of thing. I mean, I've tried to like detach myself a bit from it really over the summer and kind of go, I'm not going to like try and form any opinions. You know, we know what we did last year. We know how what was required in the summer this year. Go and sort that out, um, and then let's see see how we get on. Because I think we all had pretty low expectations at the start of last year. So, um, it, you know, looking at it, we're kind of in a similar scenario in some respects, the striker situation, all that kind of thing. And it's difficult to know how good Hemir is, I guess, if he's playing. I mean, some of the goals he's scored in pre-season, I mean, great that he's getting on the end of things and scoring, but at the same time, when you see some of the goals back, you're a bit like... He's going to be challenged what, in the air, why, yeah. for example. Yeah, he's going to, somebody who's going to be within five yards of him and try and head the ball before he heads it, probably. So... Um, but maybe he's really good at finding space. Who knows? Well, uh, you know, look, he he seems promising. He's got three or four goals. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we've scored a lot of goals, and we've obviously been playing some decent stuff. And look, the the American thing, I think, there's no secret, isn't done for footballing reasons. It's something the club have done to try and build the brand of the club, I guess, which is very important in the modern footballing world and and whatnot. And, you know, they've sort of gone on holiday, I think, with a few football games thrown, thrown in for good measure. Um, yeah. Yeah. But it's not, I say, it's a pointless exercise. I mean, the conditions over there are very, as I said, they're very warm, very hot. So it's like, you know, acclimatising themselves for like a cold November night in uh, in Stoke, really. It's very, very <laughs> worthwhile. We've um, got those, those four new signings that, that have come in have been able to get in pretty quickly and go on that tour with them. Yeah. That's that's not like that's not like us at all. Um, we know we're usually chasing chasing numbers around now, but to get those four signings in before going on on that week long tour, is, I think it's been quite quite useful because it's it's allowed them to 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 bed in as the old uh, preseason adage goes. 
So I yeah. think they'll 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 have felt the benefit of it. I know someone was saying um, when when we asked the other day, we put a poll out on on Twitter or X, whatever it's called now. Elon Musk's play thing. Threads, I think it's called now. A thread as well. Yeah. No, I, I remember, went well, I remember when it was all fields. Yeah. So um, we did a poll just to say, uh, what what do you think the standard of the opposition? Do you think we could have done with a better standard or as a ha- are you happy as it is? I think 71% said they were happy as it was. And some of the replies, one of them came in and said, um, like the, the lack of opposition, the lack of kind of competitive opposition meant, meant that we'd probably not suffer as many injuries. But I mean, that's, that's been proven. Well, it's gone wrong, well. Yeah. Cause we lost Matete to a, to a pretty bad challenge from, um, from, from their kind of, their version of Lugo 9 was like throwing mm. himself around trying to make a name for himself in these preseason yeah. games. Um, so, so it was a bad really tackle, actually. It was, yeah. I mean, that, that was, I think the, the news was he's going to might miss the start of the season as it stands. I'm not sure. Well, the start of the season is sooner than ten weeks away. So, yes, he will. Is he out for ten weeks? Yes. Right. Well, <laughs> potentially out for ten weeks between six and ten weeks. Mulberry Mo, said. So, you know, in the in the scheme of Sunderland injuries, that's probably nine months. I would imagine. Um, it's a sh- it's a shame for him because. He's well, a player who had something. He's got something about him. Um, he's not. He wasn't perfect, but he's got. He's really good at driving with the ball. He's got a bit of bite. Um, went away and got promoted again last season, and then he's coming back probably thinking, right, I've got an opportunity here, and like mm-hmm. you know, show off my improvement, my understanding the game's improved, all that kind of thing. Um, and then it's been sort of. Take away from him, which yeah, is a shame. A shame because yeah, I, I quite like him. I think he's got, he has got a bit about him, in my opinion. Um, I think he could yeah, have. I, I think he could have. Like, I think he'd add something as well. He, he's quite like not not experienced as such, but he has played like quite a few games yeah. in in the, in the football league. And like, I think he's only twenty two or something, or he might be a little bit older than that. But like, you know, he's he's learned his trade of fleet what he went away. As you said to Plymouth last season, he played a few games for us last season as well. Um, it is a shame because I think Mowbray had indicated he was making a, a good impression. In pre- I mean, he's not going to come out and say that he was shit, is he? But like, he's he's, <laughs> he's, 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 well, he's I'm, I'm pleased he's it. injured actually. He has, done, he has done before, hasn't he? With certain <laughs> players, so I feel like one is uh, going to play him now, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. when I that Max Thompson to yeah. play him, like, he was like, no. Nah. No, I'm not going to do he that. He will not be. He will not be playing Sunderland, <laughs> even though he is one of these strikers that people have been talking about. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Um, well, we mentioned. You know, you mentioned Gareth at the at the start that we wanted to go away and do what you need to do in terms of the squad. Um, do you think we? Do you think we're anywhere near doing that? Or because uh, I, I think that we've got quite a lot of work still to do. And that involves the players that still remain at the club and bringing people in. Definitely. I think you know, you look at it now and we're, what, 10 days away mm-hmm. um, from the start of the season. Um, and with the same situation with strikers, we've got one striker and the lads, you know, been playing for Benfica B, um, which I'm not saying it's you know there's probably worse clubs to be at and worse levels to play at, um, but it's it's going to be a big ask for him to be 
fit enough and strong enough to play. Obviously, we've got the steward situation, which just rumbles on and on and on, and it seems to be going the way of a lot of these type of things where it becomes this guy's brilliant and, you know, he's worth X amount and should be playing the Premier League to now because he's been injured a little bit and mm. it looks as though he might be moved on for whatever reason. becomes, oh, well, he wasn't. It's like, oh, well, he wasn't actually really that good anyway or he's obviously, yeah. like, he was obviously, um, or he's injury prone or he's obviously, like, causing a problem by not signing the contract and all that. And, you know, I think sometimes it's forgotten, you know, these players, it's a, you know, short career, all that. But, you know, his record, his goal scoring record in the last two and a half years has been exceptional. So, and he looked a cut above in the championship when he was fit. So he's going to be wanting that, what, he believes oh. he's worth so, and, that, and that's 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 where this sort of issue comes in. It's like we need these players. We need a certain standard of player. We want to keep our best players, but at the same time, we've got to be able to facilitate it with, with the finances. And that seems to be a little bit of the issue at the moment. Um, and that's why we tend to be getting a lot of these sort of which and it, it has worked where we've got either good loans and in the form of Ahmad, or we've got good. You know some good young players who we've managed to pick up and, and they've done hit the ground running, thankfully. Um, but obviously they come at a, a certain cost um, compared to say maybe someone who you'd regard as a more established um, type player. I uh, I think I think with Stewart there were, there were a couple of things. I think it, you know it's a short career as you mentioned. And like the thing, the thing with him is he's he's twenty seven, Richard. He he's he's twenty seven years old. And before he came to Sunderland, he he wasn't on. He's not on a lot of money now at Sunderland. He's not. He, he came from Ross County, and then before that, he was at Alloa, I believe. So he's not, you know. So he he will now be thinking. Well, he's probably got one four year deal in him. Yeah, somewhere wherever that may be, heavily linked with Southampton today, and also taking away the fact that we we might sell him, he's not going to be fit until probably October. Mm. That's ten games into the season. So yeah. regardless of whether we sell him or not, he needs replacing anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, there's there's so many unknowns around him that I'm I'm surprised that a club would be willing to. To take a chance on him now, rather than wait until his contracts run yeah. out. I know, I know there might be other clubs around, and they might be willing to kind of take that risk. But an Achilles, an Achilles rupture, not just a tear, like mm. not just a partial tear, it's a full rupture. That's that's a serious, serious injury with also kind of ramifications on on the rest. The body, you know, it can lead to hamstring injuries, ankle injuries, all kinds of things around the the Achilles that could go wrong and. It, for someone who relies quite a lot on, on on kind of raw pace, it'd be interesting to see what he's like and whether those well he would be able to run onto those balls over the top or or kind of put himself about as he much as much as he did, you know the the amount of ground that he would cover in a game off the ball. Yeah, uh, I, I'm, I, there's, there's so many unknowns that we don't know whether that's going to be the same Ross Stewart coming back to play and the club oh, wanting to the club kind of willing to risk quite a bit of money. I say quite a bit of money. It's probably chicken feed at some of the clubs coming down from from the from the Premier League. But five million is is quite a big chunk on a player that's going to be out of contract. 
that may not be the same player that that kind of starred and shone for us, you know, six months ago. No, it's an interesting one, isn't it? It's like obviously he had that the thigh injury before that as well, which mm-hmm. kind of looked at as a freak, but now you're like, oh well actually that's two pretty hefty injuries in one season. I think he ended up playing what? Ten games or something, twelve games. Eleven um, on yeah. He scored nine goals, so ten goals. So he's got a hell of a record and you know, sustain that over the season, he's getting forty goals. So it's quite a it's it is a it is a good record, and he's clearly very talented. But it it does look as if the the sort of the narrative has begun of well, he's turned the contract down, so he's we'll lost a bit of bargaining. Then. He's lost a bit of bargaining power in my mind. Yeah. Well, he he has, and you think the best time for Sunderland to try and tie him down really would have been in February, mm. when he'd just been injured on the treatment table. Yeah, yeah. Sign that when he went. Yeah, just while he was like, you know, I still drowsy after. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nine years. Way. <laughs> Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction. And free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST. And up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We had the initial influx of players, uh, Bellingham and the, the, oh, all the others that I can't remember. Sealed, Nectar, Nectar, Sealed. Yeah, yeah, and Nectar, then Nectar, 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 and Trantus Nectaris, is it? Another one. Sounds like a oh, him, name him. for it, like a like a like physiological name, doesn't it? For like a yeah. muscle or something, which you quite like. It's a yeah. Plus. Ticking the box for me. Um, my neck to Triantis. Yeah. Again. Again. Yeah. Stuart has. Stuart, yeah. Um, and the other fella. Uh, yeah, him here. Um, so, you know, there's a lot on, I think, the thing where it kind of comes, did all this kind of talk about, so the talk was, um, oh, Lahadji's coming in in January and he's not going to play, but by the time we get to August, the Hadji's going to be here um, and he'll be the replacement for Ahmad. And it's like, I get that pull. This is what we're doing now and you've got to accept it and all this kind of thing. But you can still be a bit melancholic about the fact that, you know, like I like going to the match and watching Ross Stewart because I think he's like a really nice footballer to watch. And I like watching Jack Clark play football and it's exciting and that's why you pay your money. Um, and it's a shame when you kind of think, 
it's getting trying to like find that balance in yourself where you're like got to accept that these the, the whole point of this is if these if anyone does anything half decent they're going to be mm-hmm. like you know have the bags packed for them um, as soon as the opportunity comes to sell them now we haven't yet got to the stage where the this is going to be an interesting sort of six months, I think, because depending on what happens in January um, and obviously in the summer, towards the end of the summer, if this is the first phase we'll see of this plan where we start to move players on mm-hmm. um, for money, it'll be interesting to see how that is reinvested or yeah. not reinvested or yeah. what the approach is um, and how to strike that balance. Um because it's going to start. This is probably the next phase of that process. Um, we haven't really let go of a player yet that we wanted to keep. The players um, that we've let go have very much been ones that the club have decided to yeah. let go that weren't part of. And it, 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 you're right. It's very, it's very interesting now to see how, if if the you know to see how much of the money is reinvested because all we've seen now so far is us bringing in exciting players from Tottenham and you know across the across Europe and it's great because they've come in and they've they've done a job and they've they've been exciting to watch. We finished sixth last season. All of a sudden, though, say you lose Clark at the end of the window and say he's not really replaced, you've lost then. And this isn't me being all like, oh, this is they're going to sell everybody and it's shit before you start and whatever. If you lose him, you've lost Ahmad in the summer. We knew we were always going to lose Ahmad. That's not anybody's fault. The problem is, a player as good as Ahmad was last season, even he took, because of the age he is and because of the experience he, he doesn't have or didn't have, he took until December, really, to really start and yeah. like get into his stride and the, to get used to the division and to show how good he actually was. That's the problem you're going to have now if Clark goes and you go, oh, well, it's fine because we brought so-and-so in from Crystal Palace and he's great and he's really talented. Yeah, but the season starts sort of now. So we need, if we're going to sell these players, then we need to have like for like replacements. And you mentioned Lehadji, I don't think he's that yet. From what I've seen of him, which is, Admittedly, very little. I think we've seen quite little of him because he's not ready. I also think when he when he in the games he played last year, it was quite notable how he very rarely touched the ball, mm. um, and that's quite interesting because you think, well, if you're a forward who like maybe someone sometimes would say, well, maybe he came on situations where he was just brought on the stretch and run behind, maybe. Um, but when we got into attacking areas with the ball. He didn't seem to. He didn't seem to have many touches of the ball in the games that he played, even in the games where he was on for like twenty, twenty-five minutes. Um, so that was quite. I thought that was quite interesting when you think about how much, how many times Robertson, Ahmad, and uh, Clark all touched the ball in the game. Yeah, um, it was interesting. Um, but I'm not not like writing them off or anything. Uh, no, no, it's going to be. You know, you. He must have a bit of talent about him, um, and it's you know what we have seen on the positive side is players with talent. And generally, in the last eighteen months, um, when given the opportunity, have grabbed it. Um, I would no, say probably have. like eight out of ten times. So you got to hope that that's the same with this. I mean, I am excited to see this Hemi. I think, I think, um, 
as they were kind of saying the defender wasn't great for the goals he scored in that, but how many times we've seen forwards come in in similar situations and not score at all against no, top defending. No, so, no, you're right. No, I'm excited. But it's just a big ask. It's a big I'm ask. excited to see. Um, I'm uh, at. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'd be like, I'd like, I'd come back. Like, like, <laughs> I can't yeah. wait to watch him in the Europa League. I know, yeah, it's fine. I'm excited to see Liadji. To be fair, like, I think a lot of the a lot of him last season was. I know Moby had mentioned when, like, at the back end of last season, that he can't speak English and he knows his name. So I think a lot of that was Moby just going and just throwing him on because I think it must have been quite difficult to sort of manage him initially in terms of mm. getting him, you know, introduced to the squad and the style of play and stuff. So it'd be interesting to see now he's kind of, well, you'd hope he's settled. He's been here since January. You hope he's a bit more settled. I know he was linked with that move um, to, to Saturday. Was it Saturday? Saturday. It seems to have gone very, very quiet now. But um, yeah. so he's very exciting. But it, again, it's like he's not, he's probably not going to be one to go in and like, a Jack Clark play 46 games next season. I mean, if you oh, look at the younger the, loan, sorry, Richard, go on. I was, I was just about to say that the piece that we ran when when he signed uh, with the, the French football expert said there might have been a little bit of Monsieur a, Adoptif. <laughs> Bonjour, Jean Mappel. Um, <laughs> what's my name? Uh, no. uh, yeah, well, the guy who um, who'd, who'd watched him a bit had said that. Uh, there was a there was maybe an attitude problem, um, and that he could have gone further at Lille had he had he kind of applied himself a little a little better. Okay. Um, and it's it's one of those kind of players that go as far as he wants to go, but if there's if there's application issues, that that might not be that pleasing news for Tony Mowbray, who, who kind of likes players who give hundred percent. You know, even if they're not the real. Deal. If they're not the finished article, he'll kind of mould them. But as long as the application's there, he's he's, he's got something to work with. Yeah. Um, obviously, I know wingers can be streaky by the nature, but but I'm I, I I think I haven't watched them a little bit on on highlights videos and stuff and and various odds and sods. I think he could definitely slot into that role that that that's been vacated by Ahmad. It's, it's is it, just, is this going to be your thing? It's gonna. It's my thing. Yeah, I said he's gonna be the one to watch this season. I just the slight concern in the back of my mind is that he hasn't featured at all that much. Mm. Um, but that said, the competition for that area of the pitch was pretty strong. Um, if we could play like kind of ten players across across the the attacking, <laughs> kind of did <laughs> yeah. at the end of the season. <laughs> well, yeah, out, out of necessity. So so now now with Ahmad gone, hopefully it might might free up the, the opportunity to get a bit more game time for him. And well, so can you, finally see what he can do for us. Well, yeah. If you, look, if you look at last season as well, I mean, a lot of the loan, the, probably the most successful loans that we had, we didn't take up the option on Mishu. Um, no, I wouldn't have done that either. But, but you've got to save the say those four that signed on deadline day, whenever it was, and were unveiled. Was it they were unveiled mm-hmm. against Rotherham or whatever that night? You'd say Mish, obviously Mishu and Ahmad were the two. Who made the most impact? Um, Bennett yeah. obviously had the injury with the shoulder, but I'm still think he's quite a way off, to be honest, Bennett. No, I agree with that. Um, was the other one Bar? And Bar, who I don't, I know he's like, I don't. Sometimes he does some really good stuff. Other times you're like, hmm, he's very naive. So 
Um, you know, you look, you would probably remove the two best players from that sort of cohort that we took mm. in. Um, obviously, we've replaced Mishu with um, Pellingham, haven't we, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, Evan's still out. He's going to be out till October. Um, so we got a, we've got to sort of work out what we're doing in the middle. You know, Riggs coming to being heavily involved, but it seems like a big ass task. Literally, a chat schoolboy to like <laughs> play a championship football week in week out. I think they're um, quite involved, though. I do think they, yeah. they do seem to have kind of not expectations, but I do think they seem to have quite big plans for him. This this is where he's gone out on loan to like North, you know, like Northampton or something. Yeah, well, that, that, that's, that could be good for him. That could be really good for him. Like, I don't think on. they'll loan out a sixteen-year-old kid to like. Yeah, I mean that's quite a lot, isn't it? No, we sold uh, him. Sold him to Norwich. Oh, they loan him to Shields. Well, like, well yes, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Probably lives on the corner. Yeah. You could loan him to Hartlepool. Yeah, you could, but then he's yeah, you could. Yeah. But uh, I, I think, I, to be honest, I think he's part of the well at the minute. He probably has to be part of. The, yeah. Plans, Who have we got? It? I'm trying to think. Who we've got in the centre midfield? Well, they're on about, well, we're, we're very, I don't know if you've seen, but we're very heavily linked with Bradley Dack this evening on a free transfer. But he's more of a um, Pritchard type player, though, yeah, isn't he? So, yeah, yeah. Which, which again shows that, which to me is like, I don't mind Dak. I think he's, from what I've seen of him, seems to be a talented footballer. He's had two pretty bad injuries, though. And for me, if you're kind of willing to break the model for someone like him, can we buy a defensive midfielder, please? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure how far Evans is off. How, how far well, is he off? October, Gareth, October, Gareth, Gareth said October. Somebody wasn't listening. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, that, that's a long time. We ago, will so. absolutely be picking this up in the morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Quick word. Quick word um, for you. Yeah, we, we do need that. I don't know. Maybe it's old-fashioned because... The club can say, "Well, we got the sixth um, without having that experienced head in midfield." Maybe we wouldn't. Have yeah, lost Luton. but like at the same time, though, you, like Evans was like really, really important last season, and I think he's the captain. I know he's the captain, but I just think to not have an experienced centre midfielder, it is naive. Like it, it mm. is. You can say, you know, that, that you can be as talented as you want, but a central midfielder can drag you through. Like, he gets the most out of those players in the middle of the park. But they don't have to, don't have to do a lot. So that's yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a possibility or anything like that, because obviously they've just been promoted. But you look at someone like um, Fleck at uh, Sheffield United, you know, that yeah. type of player in the middle, who's, you know, a decent player, but has a bit of that grit and experience about him. Um, you know, someone in that mould, you kind of look, like, like you say, Brit, like to kind of read the DAC thing and thinking, so if you're like a, a model evangelist, how do you rationalise this deal yeah. in terms of it being a good thing? Do you think um, it's one that Mowbray's gone, I, really, I, I want him? Well, if he has in the back of him, then 
Ducks clearly, you know, been a, a good player. He's twenty nine, I think. Um, yeah. So I think he's clearly a decent footballer. Mm-hmm. I just think right here, if you're willing to break the model, or the model in quotation marks. Yes. Uh, sorry, Jim. Um, the then do it for like possibly more important positions than that because you kind of have someone of a similar age in Pritchard. Um, already there. Maybe whether this is an indication of hmm, is he off or? Oh, well, anyway, I must say that it's Nixon. It's not so reluctant. Nico is reporting on this, but he is usually fairly accurate. Yeah. To be fair, yeah. Well, if you say enough names, you're going to be right one day. To be fair, he's accurate when people um, want to believe it, and he's yeah, not people, accurate yeah. When- He's not yeah. accurate when they don't want to believe it. So well, it's, um, it's a no, Ted. I'm very cynical. Like, yeah, uh, it's it's this is um, what what's what's like to be known as a silly season in terms of the signings. And it's, it's not that silly though, is it? No, like, it's, it was, it's not. It's, it's not, not that. Said. It's not the first time we've heard Bradley Dax's name. Well, there's a reason why. There's generally a reason why, though, isn't there? Because they, they probably are. Mm. It's or, or it could be that. He hasn't got a club, and his agents use now a name to to smoke out of their interest. It Maybe. could be anything. Lots of people are playing like lots of different situations off each other, and it's I don't. I'm, a lot I'm of just, people I'm, said stuff. A lot of people said stuff. I'm just. I'm not sure if, as you say, he doesn't fit in quotation marks the model, but therefore it probably is a Tony Mowbray pick. Um, but. If if Tony I didn't realise he got picks. <laughs> well, if you got if you got a pick, why wouldn't he go for a striker? Or maybe he really uh, likes defence. Yeah, could be that. Well, may, maybe they've got irons in the fire in those other departments, um, and maybe this is one where they've gone where he's a free. I like him. I think he'd add a bit of character in the dressing room, a bit of experience, age, and maybe he's gone. Look, if we could do it for this, why don't we do it? Um, mm-hmm. It might be that. You know, other things have happened, which mean it facilitated, and he's pushed it. Um, yeah. And then they've come up with a, way, a reason to draw away to justify it. Um, I think, like, you know, the, the reading reports today, them saying, you know, they're hoping to get the options in before Ipswich. Um, so, you know, I guess we'll see in the next two weeks um, exactly what. Um, we're gonna we're gonna get, but I like you know I like what some things are what I like about the, some of the new players we brought in is that on like a very sort of on a binary level, it's like well they've got a bit of physicality about them. Mm. You know the two centre backs are tall, Bellingham's tall, Henry is tall, and you think I know yeah. that's like a really basic thing, but mm. if you look at the Luton game, yeah, we yeah. just we were killed, but they killed us. The lack of physicality and height killed us in that game. If you look at Seals um, and Trent, they're both they're both a decent height yeah, as well. Yeah, so, and so Bart and Ballard, those, yeah. you know, we've got some physical players there. So, you know, I think they're like things to be cautiously optimistic about. Um, but it's gonna, it's gonna, we did so well last year, and it's gonna, and we enjoy watching some of the players so much. Um, and you think this year it's gonna be. You know, again, if if results aren't as as they were, 
that's going to be the test for the recruitment team because people will start forgetting about the model and thinking about winning. Because at the end of the day, if you lose and you're just a feeder club, aren't you? Well, this is, well, this is it. This oh, is where this yeah. is where like that becomes then a problem. Yeah, um, it's easy enough. It's not easy, but you can understand it. That the fans of Brighton and fans of Brentford who have a who have a model that that we aspire to to emulate um, when they move players on, they're not there's not they're not people out on the streets with pitchforks. I think the test of the model is whether Sunderland fans can be as um, accepting of, of of a Jack Clark leaving for like ten to fifteen million and understanding the bigger picture. Um I'm 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 not sure. I don't know. You don't know until it happens. I think we've not been known as a selling club. I know we have sold players in the past, you know, the likes of, you know, Min and Pickford, but for different reasons. But Henderson. Henderson obviously moved players on for big profits and it and we've accepted that. Big profit for him this summer. <laughs> well yeah. But if if it's Jack Clark to Burnley, I think a lot of fans will go like, "Why are you going to Burnley?" It's not. I think it's because know, of the, the name. Green I think there. it's just because it's Burnley, though, isn't it? Like Burnley's mm. clearly like building something similar in a way to what we're trying to do in terms of the building a young side. Um, and they were well, they won the league last season. They were probably the only team in the championship that was really good. I'd say. Yeah. <laughs> like. Um, and they have, they use the loan market very cleverly and stuff too, but yeah, we well, yeah, I was going to say show sure, look at the games, but like there's no point previewing these games, is there? Really, we've got New York on Saturday, which is probably the first test, really, I guess. Um, uh, La Liga side, um, they were a third division side a couple of seasons ago, so sort of similar recent history to ourselves. Um, interesting to see how many New Yorker bring. Um, yeah, <laughs> loads of people from New York are coming. Sunderland in New York than people from New York. <laughs> yeah. And well, yeah, mm-hmm. I imagine so. Everyone from New York that comes to uh, England at this time of year on package <laughs> holidays. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is it the then, first? Does it first home friendly since the Celtic game? No, we played here in Veen. Yes, yeah. we did. Oh, yes, because yeah, yeah, okay, um, and then. We play Hartlepool, I think, on Tuesday night. Um, so that'll be a test, two different tests, I guess. Hartlepool, probably more of a physical game um, before their National League campaign. And then, obviously, we play Ipswich. Next Sunday tea time, just an awful kickoff time. Yeah. It, really? But yeah. worse, I guess, if you're from Ipswich and you need to go back to your farm. For <laughs> Monday morning, um, got no chance of getting home from from here. Well, I will get home. <laughs> oh, is that a threat? No, 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 I just mean like if you if you get in the train. Is it because we're really friendly with Norwich? Like you've got no chance <laughs> of getting home from here. <laughs> um, right, yeah, uh, that, that's probably kind of it. I guess we've some. We'll be back probably to do a preview of. If the if switch game next well, week, probably. Yeah. I said We're back properly, properly, oh, properly, proper, probably. We we'll back properly to do a preview of the Ipswich game and hopefully talk about some more incomings um, and hopefully no outgoings. Um, other than that, um, if you're not if you go to the match on Saturday, go to the triathlon before it 
uh, on the seafront. I don't know why I'm plugging the city of Sunderland, but there you go. Go well, plugging the, the fact that we moved our tenth anniversary celebrate we live show um, <laughs> because of the triathlon because we couldn't yeah, yeah know, like, was... couldn't facilitate it on the same day. Um, but yeah, it's on the is it this? It's the sixth of October now. Pop Rex, Pop Rex in Sunderland. Tickets are available from old www.buyticketsforthewisemensayevent.com yes. um, The stuff's on the socials so go and buy yes. that, buy a ticket there. They are some pounds. Um, and um, that's probably that. We'll see you next week and thanks very much for listening. Bye.